Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to the On Second Watch podcast and thank you for joining us today. This episode covers our nostalgia review of 1993's Hocus Pocus Complete with everyone getting on my case for never watching it before. Now, guys, I'm sorry that I decided to dedicate my time to the other 1993 Halloween movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't blame me, blame Disney. This episode is awesome because Dana actually took over hosting duties and did better than I ever did, so I think she's got this one from now on. We spend some time exploring other movies that are not considered horror or Halloween movies that have absolutely terrifying scenes in them. Uh, For example, the Willy Wonka tunnel scene, that's just pure nightmare material. This was a great way to kick us off and share not only what stood out to us, but to hear from others on Twitter and share what they thought were terrifying scenes as well. We then hit on our nostalgia about what makes Halloween so magical, why this movie is truly something special to most of our crew, and of course, we play a highly inappropriate game of Mad Libs, where you'll also find out how Spaz has joined the sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Now, before we jump in, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor for today, Podcorn which has now officially sponsored us in three of our episodes. Even without an official sponsorship with them, we've been shouting from all our platforms about how great of an experience it is to work with them. We have been using them from the start to microfund our podcast to offset expenses, and it is by far the easiest to find sponsorships and build relationships. Podcorn is a marketplace that allows podcasters to find and offer a huge list of sponsors opportunities for pre-rolls such as this, mid-rolls, interviews, contests, or other creative integrations. There's absolutely no middleman in the process, and you engage directly with the sponsor. If you have any questions about Podcorn or how to get started, you can always reach out to us, or you can head to podcorn.com to start funding your podcast today. And now, without further ado, let's explore the magic of movie nostalgia. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, Carrie, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. So before we jump into Hocus Pocus, uh, let's talk about scary and creepy moments in non-horror or Halloween movies. Oh, we're still doing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean we are, are still, still doing, doing it? it. Yeah, oh, my God. God. Dan. I reminded Get you three times. <laughs> so what are some of the <laughs> moments, characters, or scenes in movies that really stood out to you for being especially creepy? And today, we're going to start with Tim, being he's always last for everything, and he's going to start us off. Yeah, suck it, Tim. (laughs) Well, unlike some people, I prepared for this question because I sent it out like three weeks ago. You lie. So right off the bat, uh, the one that stood out to me was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like out out of nowhere, he's just... 
<laughs> just that whole scene, just the whole, she's just sitting there all like crunched up saying her ghost story. And then obviously that, that claymation. Yep. yep. It's just, it's brilliant. Yep. Um, and then in honor of my sister, I have to call out the child catcher from Chitty Chitty yes. Bang Bang. Oh, God. Terrifying. Uh, see, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know that. Oh, well, no. I, I don't remember. I don't it. know you. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. So like, okay. Just really quickly in that movie. Um, they're trying to catch the kids because they don't like kids in this town of Bulgaria or wherever they're, whatever it is. And, um, this, they hired this, there's like this special child catcher and he's really creepy, like really skinny guy in black with a weird hat and a really long nose and chin. He's just really, huh. uh, it's just, oh, okay. just and it has, he has traumatized my sister since she was like three. So I was going to say, if she's listening right now, she was cringing or she stopped listening. Yeah, probably. And my, my, Sorry, my brother, like, was it last year? My brother bought her that action figure. <laughs> that, was, awesome. that was, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. <laughs> so those are those are the ones I'll I'll stop there. I don't want to steal anyone else's because I got a whole laundry list. Because like I said, I prepare for things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it in an Excel sheet? Perhaps you have a pivot table about it. Actually, it's just a note. Just a pivot. note. Okay. Yeah, pivot. No <laughs> it's in PowerPoint, Chris. I'll make it stop. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of horrifying things that aren't horror, yeah. uh, Tim doesn't right. PowerPoint. On that note talking about a horrifying powerpoint chris we're gonna go on to you uh, well i'm gonna be very cliche and i'm gonna pick one i'm sure everyone was thinking about but the stupid tunnel scene from willy wonka of course yes i mean i think it has to be called that i mean it's here is this funny slightly odd children's you know movie obviously you know on all that and then that just comes out of left field and then you're just kind of like uh what? So I'm I'm gonna argue you that that entire movie is a horror movie with yes. a children's movie mask over top of it. No, I, yeah, Agreed. I, 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 I won't fight you on that. That movie's messed up, and I yep. I hate the remake. But like, oh god, it's not oh either. the remake's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's a couple other things I could think of, but like that was like the first one that I was like I want to call out because. I just remember watching that as a kid and just being like, holy shit, what is going on here? Yeah, that messed me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't really, I can't really think of anything that was like off the top of my head on t- outside of that. Like that really like scared me in something that wasn't traditionally horror. So That's fair. All right, Carrie, we'll move on to you. So those obviously stood out to me too. So you guys both hit on a couple of mine, but I'm approaching this from like when I first saw them that freaked me out. So bear with me. Some of these are not scary as an adult, but um, also on the theme of movies that are kind of kids movies, but kind of a little bit horror and trippy ish. Uh, the flying monkeys and the wizard of Oz scared the crap out of me. As <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 That was actually what I was going to say too. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. then my other one was when we were younger, there was a live a live action version of like Alice in Wonderland. But I will extrapolate this to all Alice in Wonderlands pretty much. But like all of the scenes with like the real Queen of Hearts. Well, in general, Alice in Wonderland has a lot of like weird stuff that happens in it. So that would probably oh, yeah. be yeah. there. That's fair. But Stoner definitely did that. Yeah, the Jabberwocky is terrifying. The dance group? No. <laughs> oh. Although, yeah, kind of a little bit, you know. <laughs> So excited. That, I think that was a good one. I was also going to say the same thing, Carrie, because that was mm-hmm. yeah, definitely there. Spaz, what about you? So I thought of two. <laughs> I thought of two, and then I saw one that I for, totally forgot about. But one was uh, like uh, that wolf scene in The NeverEnding Story. Oh, man, I was just oh, thinking about man. that. Yes. Because I think I probably saw that movie when I was like six or seven years old. And that just scared the crap out of me. I, I, I shut, covered my eyes every time that scene came on. That movie, that part just got me. And uh, my second one was in the movie Seven when uh, uh, I think it was Sloth or what, like one of the deadly sins. The guy was laying in the bed mm-hmm. for like a year. And, uh, the guy gets down close to his face and he just, and he 
shows that he's alive and he just like it's like a jump scene type thing Mm. and the one that i saw that i totally forgot about because i haven't seen this movie in years it's from the little brave toaster (laughs) (laughs) it's when he was having that nightmare about the clowns yes yeah and uh when like the cart and then i guess there's like the ending with uh the hand got crushed in a car compactor yeah that that those two scenes, yeah, those scenes got me it's, too. It's funny you bring up Never Ending Story because, like, I was trying to think of some more. Not so much the wolf that scared me, but the whole scene with Artax in the mud, like scarring oh, yeah. life. Yes. Yep. I was like, so didn't sad. see that. Didn't see that coming. Uh, and I did think of another one, but it's been years since I've seen it. But my my younger brother um, really loves Felix the Cat growing up, and there is a movie from the '80s, Felix the Cat the movie. And it is just like so off the wall, like '80s, like heavy metal. Like if you guys know, like the like the magazine, like the movie, like it's, oh, yeah. it's so weird. And there's like these things called headhunters in them, and it's like these like bird creatures that like their heads fly off their body and chase after them and stuff. The movie itself, it's just like super crazy. When especially when it's Felix the Cat, you know, it's Felix the Cat. It's like funny kid stuff. And this movie is so like dark and like 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 industrial it's i kind of want to watch it again but like i would say the same thing about labyrinth kind of in the same way where it's like all the creepiness like yeah the david boy's package yeah yep (laughs) and obviously we talked about this movie in the last two couple podcasts but the witches Mm -hmm. oh yeah but now we're deviating i mean that's traditionally a horror but yes yeah it's kids horror horror. except that it's just on like turn to 11 Mm-hmm. I did have um, I, I post this question on Twitter and had a couple of people respond back so I'll just read through these really really quick before Dana takes over again um, but Selena J on Twitter said the puppets from Dark Crystal yeah mm-hmm. really messed her up uh, the Shocked and Applaud podcast said every scene from Return to Oz <laughs> <laughs> so true <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um the movie seller podcast said an American tale, which I 1000% agree. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that movie is straight up terrifying. That's why I like, that's why, that's why, that's why I like five goes West instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they also said the last unicorn, which I had not seen. I saw it once. It's pretty dark at times. And the 1977, uh, movie of the Hobbit. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh my God. That's, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. And also for a more recent film, the shining scene from Ready Player One. And I did see that. That's that's just creep factor for sure. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it because I was going to read the book and I got like halfway through and I stopped. Shame on me. Yeah. I did both. Yeah, I read it and have seen it a bunch of times. And they're not true to each other. So. No. No. Um, and then Shoot the Flick said the Willy Wonka boat ride for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Grim yells at a cloud. Uh, he said th- from the Fellowship of the Ring that that Bilbo and Gandalf scene where oh. Bilbo is like, oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. want to give up the ring. That creepy ah, moment. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, ye old crime podcast said the large Marge scene from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So just uh, wanted to list all those out. So, Dana. Yes. And I'm also going to add, which I don't know if any of you have actually seen it, but. I took my oldest daughter to go see Toy Story 4 when it came out in theaters recently, and pretty much that entire movie is just especially creepy. Like Those the dolls? dolls and oh my god! It's so like, terrifying. Like, are they as scary? Because I'll be honest, I haven't seen all the Toy Stories, like, but I do okay. remember Sid's abominations from the first one. You like, know, are, they, are they on that level of creepiness now yeah. that I think the, about it? They're almost worse. Oh I'm, I'm going to say it's worse because they're like those, um, it's like the Goosebumps, that doll, that uh, a marionette doll from Goosebumps. They kind of look like that thing. Oh, like Slappy? Yeah, very similar to that. And they just, just their movement. It's just, it's just wrong. Oh. Oh. It's just wrong. It is. I felt so bad that it was like, that's the first movie I go to take her to see in the theaters. And then I, I was watching it and I'm like, this thing is just creepy. <laughs> She was actually scared oh, of it, and I don't blame her because it was it was pretty pretty weird. So I don't know, but anywho, all right. So now let's jump into our nostalgia for the Halloween classic movie that 
everyone in the world has seen before, except for the guy that literally watches every crappy movie on Netflix. Tim Tim. Hi guys. <laughs> 1993's American fantasy comedy film Hocus Pocus. So this movie is directed by Kenny Ortega and written by Neil Cuthbert and Mick Garris. And this film is starring Bette Midler or Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy me. Okay, I'm glad somebody knew it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> um, with a budget of 28 million, it made over 41 million in the box office. However, Disney ended up losing about 16 million on it after marketing costs uh, during like the theatrical run. Um, it's currently a 6.9 on IMDb. So, Tim, I'll ask the question that literally everybody's probably wondering is how you have never seen this movie before or if you even know what it's about. Um, I don't really have a good answer as to why I've never seen it before. Uh, it it just might have fun. just, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, because yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, um, I just had probably assumed it just wasn't, wasn't for me. Uh, just cause I just see that, Anytime I've ever seen a picture of it, it's just I see the three the three sisters. I'm just, yeah, the three sisters. That's Sanderson sisters to you, Mister. Yeah, Tim. <laughs> um, and I just I I don't know. I just never just never did. I I don't even as a kid. I never really watched much other than Nightmare Before Christmas. That's as, about as far as I went into <laughs> Halloween movies and Ernest Scared Stupid, which is really yeah. the, the, you talk about Nightmare Before Christmas because this movie. The reason one of the reasons it bombed so hard is they released it in July, mm-hmm. and its competition, I believe, also was either to avoid or it was conflicting directly with Nightmare Before Christmas at that time. That's, yeah, it's it's crazy that Disney would come out with two movies, just you know, that yeah. big a Halloween caliber, and try to do it the same year. Yeah, it was very well. It, there's a ton of like history around this, um, um, this movie in and of itself, like like. The script that was written, it was written back in 1984, and oh. they sat on it for eight years until they did it in 93 and stuff. But like, um, I don't know. There's a lot of little like neat little tidbits like that. Um, but I'm trying to think about it. Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas came out October 13th, 1993. So that's why they did want to directly conflict with that. So they just dropped it in July. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. So thank you, Tim, for finally taking my place at being the one who hasn't seen a movie. <laughs> right. I really appreciate that. So before we start talking about the movie, I'm going to actually jump us into Mad Libs and let's see if it kind of helps Tim get the plot. Freedom is a feeling and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, all right. I need the name of three of us hosts. So, just three of us. You guys got to agree on it. Let's do it. Carrie, Spaz, Carrie, Dana. All right. I'm going to end up having an <laughs> exasperated ass again, aren't I? <laughs> yes, you are. Um, I need a verb ending in ing. Canoeing. All right. <laughs> There we go. I've had a lot of sugar. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> um, adjective. Sexy. Okay. I really hope it's sexy canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> Plural noun. Clocks. Uh, clocks. Wow. Well, I don't see. I don't hear you or Spaz jumping in. 
Okay, so I'm I letting need... the, I'm letting the sugar guy take him. Mm -hmm. I've only had two suckers. <laughs> but yet you're going bouncing off the walls. Oh, I had a pot of coffee earlier. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I need either uh, I need another uh, host here. So it either has to be Chris or Tim. Tim. Mm. Tim. Tim. All right. All right. Oh, okay, a verb. Dance. Alright. A verb ending in ing. Sexting. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. This is this why I don't play this game. Dancing. Okay, you already said dance. <laughs> oh, did we? Oh, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> what is what do you need? What do you need, Dana? Carrie said decaying. Decaying? Okay. Decaying? Okay, actually, I needed a second uh, verb ending in ing, so that's uh, that's perfect. Oh, God, this is going to be so messed up. Perfect. Uh, Wait, I should ask, Dan, are you writing these down? Of course I am. Okay, just making sure. That's why it's taking me a second. Um, She's so prepared. I need a verb. Any verb? Yep. Excavate. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is going to be uh, really good. All right, plural noun. Cats. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Turtles, yeah. <laughs> I like turtles. A verb. Spaz, what do you got for us? Crap. All right. Well, yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> I guess. That could be a verb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Ah, uh, the English language. I'm not as quick as, as Tim at this, so I apologize. I've had practice. Okay. So I need three separate action verbs. Kill. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know what I'm going to say as the third one here. So, Dana, you can choose which child-approved variant you want to use of that. <laughs> you know, you get to pick. You get to pick. <laughs> oh, dude, use a scientific term for it. Uh, copulate. Yeah! <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say hijinks. That's very scientific. <laughs> All right. I need a noun. Football. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And a plural noun. Virgins. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. Wow. Works for me. All right, you guys ready for this? I don't. I don't. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the year 1693, three sisters, Spaz, Carrie, and Dana, were executed for canoeing, but not before <laughs> their. <laughs> but, <laughs> but not before their sexy book of clocks revealed to them a curse to bring <laughs> the three back from the dead. <laughs> Ah, uh, my sexy book of clocks, my favorite. <laughs> 1983 Sears catalog. Oh, Shinola, how dare you? <laughs> oh, you're so ornate. <laughs> 300 years later, teenager Tim is a newcomer to Salem struggling to dance after sexting in California. <laughs> oh, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> now they must spend the evening decaying door to door for trick or treating nice. while their parents excavate the town Halloween dance. Mm. <laughs> Max's efforts to impress Chris led him to break the curse and bring Spaz, Carrie, and Dana back from the dead. From there on out, it's a nonstop fun filled chase as the cats pursue the children determined to crap before sunrise. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> or, else, oh, <laughs> or else the witches will be gone forever. <laughs> Chris and Tim work together to kill, bury, and copulate the evil trio and their magical football. <laughs> I hope it's not that order. <laughs> all with the fate of all the virgins of Salem hanging in the balance. <laughs> Check it out. <sighs> well, that was that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's not it's not family friendly. I'll tell you that much. 
No. Well, Spaz, I welcome you to the Three Sisters Club. (laughs) Happy to join. Happy to join. Are are we going to travel and switch pants or whatever that is? I'm sorry, what now? I (laughs) think you're... (laughs) I don't know what that would be about. I just thought they were wore different wore pants. I don't know. Dan, I really hope such a Mary. <laughs> I really hope that's the premise of that movie. It's just like, hey, we got a surplus of jeans and we're gonna travel. I I hope it is too. I have I no idea what it's about. It's a story of friends and they ship pants to each other because they're just you know sisterhood of traveling pants. That's stupid. I hate you that you know that, Tim. I mean, all right. I did watch that movie a long, long time ago. You watched that, but I you would. <laughs> You're a terrible human being, Tim. I can relate more to pants than I can Hocus Pocus. What do I have to do? I I hate you sometimes. Uh, all the time. I think it's bedazzled uh, pants, too. I just, I relate more to that. You know what? You do you. Tim, only you. That's right. I'm sexting and dancing, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll be having yeah. a unicorn slapped on your ass. <laughs> you know so much sexting in California. Yeah, now right? you really can't come visit me, Tim. I guess not. Yeah, yeah you're you're in so much trouble here. So I mean, all right. And you know it. <laughs> <laughs> you really did have a lot of sugar. <laughs> I did. <laughs> um <laughs> That clip's going to need to be in the intro. (laughs) Sorry. Um, All right. Let's, let's, let's get on with this. All right. When was the last time that everybody saw this movie and what does it mean to you? So I am going to actually start with Spaz for the reason being that I'm pretty sure he said he saw this recently. So we'll go with you first. So 31 nights, Halloween free form on almost every day. So yeah, there you go. Actually, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, watching the movie all the way through was, had it probably last year because Halloween. I have my three movies that I watch. It's this one, uh, Sleepy Hollow, and Nightmare Before Christmas. And then I go to my uh, and, and I go to my friend's house and hand out candy and drink and eat delicious food and watch this movie again so i usually watch this movie twice on halloween and yeah it's just been a tradition since mid 90s that we would go trick-or-treating then come home put all of our candy on the floor watch hocus pocus and yeah it was everything was right in the world actually sounds like a good tradition though it it is. I there was one year where I didn't do it. Carrie, thank you. She took me to Salem. And, and we saw like half the set of this movie. Yeah. I, I like I swear to God. So yeah. So I appreciate Carrie for doing that with me and it, it was awesome. It was great. We had a great time. And yeah, that was uh that was the first time in math. Huh. <laughs> You, you, use your hands. What would that be like? Twenty-seven more years. More than one. More than yeah, one, more, at least. More than one. You know yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd, it's probably I'd say twenty-five years that I haven't watched it with my next-door neighbor, Veronica, nice. and them. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I love that. I love this movie. It just brings good memories, man. That's it. I mean, hey, that that's what matters, right there. Um, Carrie, being that. You and Dan actually got to see part of the set of this movie. I want to go with you next. Yeah, I mean, I obviously love this movie. I watch it several times every year. It has been absolute. Knowing that we were doing this, I had to like actually not watch it, and it has been so hard because it's on constantly, and all I want to do is watch this movie. (laughs) Yes. So it's been a year since I've seen it last. I think probably the last time I watched it was Halloween of last year, and yeah, I love this movie. So Dan came out to visit me when I was living in Massachusetts, and we went around Salem, and we kind of did the little tour that you can do and just go drive around. And find all the houses and stuff and just live that Salem Halloween atmosphere. But yeah, it's been a y- roughly a year since I've seen it. 
That's awesome. Honestly, I bet like being able to witness it a little bit too probably brought the movie more to life for you guys in some ways too. Oh yeah, it was great. Me and Carrie were having a great time talking about where we were in front of the houses and yeah, we were just reminiscing and yeah, and we went great. into the creepy part of the House of Seven Gables. Like, oh right yes, that was, that was awesome. Weird entrance. Yeah, going up, totally. going through the uh, yeah. the what was yeah, it? The fireplace. Awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That's awesome. We we saw the house of uh, the a Christmas story. And it just made me sad. <laughs> that whole movie makes me sad because I hate. It. I was gonna say. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. Now here's the one everybody's been waiting for. Chris, I want to hear from you. When was the last time you saw this movie and what does it mean to you? All right. So this is going to be, I think, a little surprising. I, I don't I don't watch this movie constantly. I watch it only during October and usually it's on Halloween. I like I have some certain traditions and I that's how I kind of stick with it. Like it, to me, this is my Halloween movie. This is my movie for autumn. Like I watch it on Halloween. So it's like I'm breaking tradition to watch this a little bit earlier than normal uh, for the podcast. But I would say 90% of the time it's always on Halloween. And it's usually after I'm done handing out candy. And now that I've moved to the middle of nowhere, I don't have that problem. So I'll just watch it whenever. But to me, I... And another another interesting thing too, I think, is I you know I obviously I, I absolutely love this movie, but I didn't start like habitually watching it for like Halloween until I got older. Like I might have saw it a couple times as a kid, but it really wasn't important to me until I got older because of the nostalgia, because of how much it reminds me of being a kid in the '90s and in Halloween. And trick-or-treating like for me growing up like my whole family like we took time we decorated like the hell out of our house we actually had small competitions on the streets with everybody you know who could decorate it more you know uh, making you know the giant i don't know if you guys remember the giant like garbage bag spiders oh yeah and, oh yeah and, and things like that I and mean, we went all out my parents got into it you know picking out our costume and where i grew up like i uh i grew up uh, in Milford, Michigan, and um, you know they had they had neighborhoods, blocks. So I mean, it was like door to door to door to door. I mean, and we didn't have. I mean, I'm sure there were time frames back then in Halloween, but it, it's not like the shit today, where it's like every city has something different, you know. And they keep going earlier and earlier and earlier. And next thing you know, they're you know be trick or treating at noon, and it's for like an hour. You know, we we started when the sun went down, and we went until like we were exhausted. So, anyways, I'm rambling. But to me, this movie is just a reflection of my childhood in a way, as far as like what Halloween was, you know, going out, getting candy, running around the blocks, having fun, decorating your houses and no inflatables for everyone listening. Inflatables on your front lawn do not count as decorations. All right. (laughs) Like that's my soapbox. But I miss, you know, the, the general store Halloween decoration kind of stuff. So. Anyways. Yeah, and I, I remember, you know, trick-or-treating together. It's like we literally, as, sun, as soon as that sun was down, we were door-to-door, and then we didn't stop until we looked down the street and saw no more lights. Yep. It's just You just you just go. It, there is no time limit. You just yeah. – it's all night. Yep. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times, if honestly, if I look back at the times and like when we went trick-or-treating together, like all of us, like, yeah, you know, sun sets around 6, you, hit, you start heading out. And I would say – I mean, obviously – I don't know if I trick-or-treated with you guys when I was so young that my parents still went, but I think as we got older, uh, we went on our own. Like we were out till I believe like 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 nine. Yeah. Nine was usually like the sweet spot because everyone started turning off their porch lights. Yeah, because that's when you know, we started when it running out of candy. Yeah, because you know there'd be like one light on you know for an entire street, and it just wasn't worth like trucking all the way down for one and heading back. So, but yeah, it was like nine o'clock. It was a good three hours, three and a half hours. And stuff, and I, I think I looked up recently, and like nowadays, it's like it's an hour I think tops. Milford, yeah, well, Milford, no, Milford was is like six to seven thirty, no, or something like that nowadays. But I'm thinking, oh my god, like, and of course, thankfully, you know, no one listens to that. You know, if your porch lights on, you're still gonna get people ringing your doorbell at eight, yep, eight thirty. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and that's when they get like the handfuls of candy. <laughs> I still have to watch. Yep. 
Yeah, I think um, I think by us trick or treating is uh, about two hours, and like Tim and I are pretty uh, lucky to live in a pretty big neighborhood, and a lot of people come here. So I mean, like we usually see like upwards of three to four hundred kids every year, and it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, as an adult, I like watching it, but I mean, as a kid, I loved being like around swarms of people just everywhere and just enjoying it. Yep. Can't, can't be around swarms of people now. No, no, well, no, no this no. year's going to be different, but yeah, that's, you know, I, you, know uh, you know, as I got older, obviously you guys all know, I, I moved back to Milford, you know, living in the village and stuff like I did growing up. And that was one of the highlights for me was like, as I got older, obviously I'm not trick or treating anymore. I don't have, I don't have any kids. I would decorate the hell out of my house. And, uh, you know, that was always fun for me. There was always a parent out there that would complain that it was too creepy for their kid. And honestly, it's like, I do miss like I said, the 90s style where people made their houses kind of creepy, scary, you know, uh, versus now, you know, everyone's entitled to say, you know, it's too scary for my child and, you know, skip, skip my house, you know, if it's too spooky yeah. for your kid. But, you know, outside of the one person, you know, the two, 300 kids that walked by, it was always fun to see them, you know, get excited about someone that actually decorated their house. And there was a couple of houses on my street that did that too and stuff. But now that I've moved and I live out, you know, kind of in the middle of nowhere, there's no trick or treaters. It's so it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's definitely different everywhere you go. So. It is very much well. And I guess this year it really doesn't matter because I, I wouldn't want anyone coming to my door, anyways. Uh, no, right. You know. So. Yeah, that makes total sense. But all right, well, um, let's take a look at some of the nostalgia shared by our friends across our uh, social media. Um. The podcast Talking Shiz left us a voicemail on oswpodcast.com about their nostalgia, and I'm assuming Tim's going to add that in right here. <laughs> so, you know, you know, it. know we'll, it. We'll, we'll go from there. Hey, y'all on Second Watch. This is CJ over at Talking Shiz. You guys asked my opinion about the movie Hocus Pocus. It was a it was a great film. I mean, Disney definitely caught the whole autumn look. You know, had the leaves changing. You know, it did have the spooky background, and it was actually kind of funny how you had these witches from the eighteen hundreds came back to life in the modern times, and how everything was new to them. So they definitely had that aspect where they were getting together. You know, trying to learn the new millennium, well, close to the millennium, the new age. The most memorable part for me was them singing, you know, I Put a Spell on You, Bette Midler. I mean, she has a fantastic singing voice. And there had the the comical aspect with Sarah Jessica Parker doing, you know, just being dense. It was kind of funny, her swinging on the graveyard fence. And she's saying, amok, amok, amok. And then them riding on a mop stick. And, you know, and they had a riding on a vacuum cleaner. So it, it was great. It was actually a really fun movie. And. I really enjoyed it. It's definitely a Halloween favorite. You know, you can always watch it at Halloween, and you you just remember when you were a child. But there is one thing about this movie that I never understood. If it's supposed to be like 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, the witches are bringing the children into the cabin to, you know, get younger to steal their essence, why were all the kids wearing their costumes if they were supposed to be asleep? That's the only thing that did not make sense to me. That stood out in the whole film. Other than that, my favorite candy, I would say Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Hands down, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Um, Shoot the Flick podcast on our Twitter wrote, The major thing that stands out in this movie is the Sanderson sisters. They all played amazing roles and are the true reason this movie has become a Halloween classic. Also, I put a spell on you. Who's the Sanderson sisters? Are they like, are they... Tim? <laughs> don't even will, Tim no yes. stop it stop it now stop. right now thanks Gary Tim Tim. Tim you need to stop pulling a Dana on this one <laughs> uh, the uh, Geek Exploration the podcast writes over-the-top witches, a sassy little girl, a talking cat, what? an undead former love interest with a removable head, and huh? Bette frickin' Midler. What doesn't make this movie great? Exactly. It's a, yeah. All right. Just I hear talking cat. I just think about uh, God, what was that Nickelodeon show? Uh, uh, yes. Talking about Salem. And, yes. And, yes. And funny enough, that animatronic cat was the same cat that was used in Hocus Pocus. Yes, Pops. it was. Oh. 
I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. Booyah. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anders Holmes writes on Twitter, the three central performances of Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy. You guys want to say his name? The Jimmy as the witches are one of the highlights of that film. They look like they are having a blast. Omri, Katz, Vanessa Shaw, and Thora Birch are great too. It's the performances that make that film work. Yep. Mm-hmm. So is uh, is is Bet, Sarah, and Kathy? Are they the the Simpson sisters? Is that Tim, what they are? I'm gonna punch oh, you. Yeah, so, my God, I'm gonna, so, so go I'm gonna throw punch you so hard, dude. <laughs> I see what you're back. doing. I see what you're doing here, Tim. You're being me, and I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> now you see how sucks, exhausting it? it is, Chris. It is so exhausting all the time. Yeah, I know. Jeez, Whew. I can't wait till we do Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm gonna rain so hard on your goddamn parade. <laughs> I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a little tiny black cloud above your head, constantly raining on your parade. <laughs> I am the black cloud on a moonlit night. <laughs> I, uh, Excellent. <laughs> well played, Tim. Oh, I can't wait for this. Oh, all right. Finally, the Defining Disney podcast writes, even though this movie doesn't have a ton of music, what we do get in I Put a Spell on You and Come Little Children are bangers. The character development you get in the Sanderson sisters in such a short film is wonderful. The dynamics between the three, as well as their spook factor on the citizens of Salem, are chef's kiss. You also get the deeper meaning behind Salem mentioned in this film. Our lead believes Halloween is just for corporations to make a buck, but Halloween, especially in Salem, it is much more than that because of the history. Carrie, can you attest? I can attest and agree. Yes, absolutely. I agree too. After walking through all of the like, Dan and I took the tours through all like the graveyards and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just like so cool to like travel back in time. Oh, absolutely. Heck yeah. I bet it's amazing. I mean, it'd be something I want to someday experience, you know. I'll go with it. When life doesn't get in the way. You should. Let's do it. Let's do it. You're not taking my wife out on a trip to chaperone. Oh, God. (laughs) Not like that, man. I really want to go back to Salem. And if I, it's (laughs) just better with more people. Mm -hmm. Carrie Mm -hmm. can come back out and we can all have a good time, man. And Tim, okay. we need that Asian factor again, so you can come. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, there it is. Oh, I guess I'm not coming then. Thanks, guys. Nah, you're too fat. Fine, I'll go to Salem on my own. I don't need you people. Nah. You, you're invited too, Chris. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to go. Get, I'm going to go. I'm going to go make my own club of blackjack and hookers. <laughs> That's not in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, but it's in Futurama. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch yeah. that movie. That's my kind of that's my kind of oh, game show. That, 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 that one was funny. Bender is always funny. Always. On that note, follow us on Facebook and Twitter for a chance to leave your own nostalgia for us to read, or better yet, head to oswpodcast.com and leave a recording for us to play in a future episode. Yes, please do. <laughs> Am I doing a good job yet? Yes, thank you. <laughs> this is fantastic. I can just kick my legs up and just be like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so we don't have any shout outs to do. Wah, wah. Do you want me to still do that part? Or? Yeah, how about this? I want to give a shout out to Steve from Lawhorn Inc. who provided us some awesome t-shirts. Uh, really high quality stuff. He made them and just gave us a whole bunch of them. So we're going to make sure all of us get an uh, awesome on second watch t-shirt. But Steve has started up his own company making t-shirts and um, has opened up the doors to say, if anyone is interested in making their own custom shirts, just contact him and he'll he'll hook everybody up and, and work with them and get them some, some good stuff. So check out lawhorninc.com or if you want to purchase your own on second watch t-shirt, you can go to our Kofi page and on our shop, we have a bunch of stuff with stickers or wallpapers and also our t-shirts. So go check them out. Would really appreciate it. And also if you're looking to get your own merch, um, you know, Steve can do it all between, you know, stickers or shirts or uh, koozies or glasses, all that kind of stuff. So just, just reach out. 
at lawhorninc.com and he'll hook you guys up. Yeah. And thank you, Steve, very much. Those are absolutely awesome. Steve's the man. He is. All right. So we're going to all need to give our nostalgia scores, but I realized I didn't actually answer when I saw this movie or, or what That's it right. means to me. So I'm, I'm just going to be really quick because I didn't have a lot to add to it. Um, I don't know the last time I saw the movie, but I do know that it was a movie that I've always enjoyed and I, I liked watching around the Halloween time frame. It's just like a lot of you have said where it was really nostalgic and just something that always just makes you think of Halloween as a kid. So we'll just keep going with that. But anyways, I'm actually going to go um, for our nostalgia scores. We're going to start with Tim oh, and yes, have him Tim. give one. Yes, because obviously... Enlighten me, Tim. Yeah. yeah. Don't be regale, stupid with regale, it. Regale me with your nostalgia score on a movie you haven't seen because you're weird. Wrong with you. Yeah, you're weird. Got a weird face. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I talk? No. <laughs> um, so this is how I'm going to base my score off. Of. I, yes, I have not seen this movie. Shocker. I know. Um, I have not come across a single person that just said this movie was okay or not good. So it's automatically, it can't be a one through five because it just can't. Right. We'll see. Can um, it be an enthusiastic five? I don't know. Karen. No, I don't, I don't run an enthusiasm land. Like some of us. <laughs> You mean, you mean fantasy land? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> make believe, a land of make believe. Uh, it's better than hiding in my basement like Smeagol. I mean, come on. I love my. I love the enthusiasm. It's I love everything. Day. Really, is the takeaway from this? I, yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm all. I'm just calculated. That's how I roll. My calculated score. I'm gonna give it. I have high hopes. I'm like what you know the fog disappointed me but my high hopes is i'm going to give it a 7 um everybody talks up this this movie it's it's like i said i think daniel said that freeform or whatever had it on i looked at the schedule for freeform's halloween cuz i you know they're all over the place i think it is literally playing almost every other day it is it's amazing kind of it's also it on disney plus too you know yeah, yeah. that's where I, I i was just joking to daniel last night when we were looking for something to watch and it's just a big old banner on disney plus to watch it so it's it's on the list um, and I, I just, I, I think it's going to be one of those great movies for me because it's, it, it's a Halloween family movie and it's, it's not, it's not really supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be fun, all about Halloween, getting you in the mood. What I know about this film is very little. I just, I just know that they're witches out of place from long time ago. Uh, so I think it's just going to be good family fun and just a lot of, a lot of humor and just a lot of just just good get you in the mood for the the season. I mean, we were we spent a lot of time outdoors lately, going through parks and seeing the colors change and the leaves. And it's just I'm ready for Halloween and ready for something that's just just fun, wholesome entertainment. And I think this is definitely going to deliver. So I'm going to go with a seven. And uh, yeah, I'm optimistic. I'm very happy to hear that score. So so put that in your cauldron and smoke it. <laughs> So, so what you're telling me it's 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 not just a bunch of hocus pocus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> I, feel like that's, I feel like that's just an infinite loop if we just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nerd humor. <laughs> oh man! All right, Carrie, I'm going to go with you next. So yeah, I mean. On pure nostalgia, this is one of the first movies that, like, I remember actually remember having seen. You know, like, I know I saw movies earlier, but I think I was just too young to remember. But I remember my, this was, like, the first movie I went out and my grandma took me to see it. And we were so excited. I was, like, seven. Um, and it was the first time I didn't have my parents there, so I thought I was so cool. And uh, now, just every year, it just kind of brings back that even though again we like chris said we saw it in the like the middle of summer um it just kind of takes me back to like you know the halloween spirit and hanging out with my grandparents for the holidays and stuff like that too so for me i'm going to put this as a wonderful 8.5 oh wonderful 
Oh, wonderful. We have a new tier here now, folks. (laughs) We have enthusiastic, and if you elevate it just a little bit, you have wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, So when you hit nine, is it majestic? Uh, I guess then, yes. I would say that the last crusade, my my only nine so far level was, uh, yeah, we can go with majestic, perhaps riveting. Oh, I I, I, I like riveting. Yeah. Man, where were you at Mad Libs? I, I mean, it's no fun for me to just throw out the the Soros at everybody. I mean, come on. <laughs> Dan's responses of, you know, farting Crap. and crapping. Are <laughs> I feel like it's a fine blend, though. If you throw out the thesaurus of things, you have spaz to balance you with such wonderful one-syllable words like crap. So next time when there's back-to-back ones where you need an adjective and a noun, let Dan and I collectively put that you guys, together. Yeah, yeah so you, we'll guys, you guys think- will combo that, yeah. I think that that will be epic. All right, Spaz, what is your score? I am going to give this an epic 9.9. Whoa. Oh. Boom. Did it. Did it. Basically, out of just everything I mentioned before, it just it brings me back to a better time of going trick-or-treating, hanging out with all, just hanging out with your friends. And, I mean, fall's the best time of year anyways, so that makes it better. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, it just brings me back to better times. So, 9.9. Love this movie. Forever. Are we getting that granular with, with the, the decimal point here? I thought we had to keep it relatively. I mean, it's as long as it's, in the ones column, I'm okay. All right, all right, all Such right. a downer, Chris. Hey, I, Tim said that to me last time when I was giving something, so I wanted to clarify. You said it was like a 7.5. 0.75. That's what I just did not like it. <laughs> yeah, no, suck whatever. it, Chris. It could have been a 7.43 repeating. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Chris, what is yours? <laughs> I dare you. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I, I I mean, if we are keeping it in the ones place, I'm because I do agree with Tim's mentality. That there is no such thing as a perfect movie. I'm going to give it a 9.9. The same as Spaz. Oh, my God. Is it an epic 9.9 or just a 9.9? Uh, mine's majestic. I, I'm a fan <laughs> of that right, right now. Right. It's a majestic. Okay. I'm just making mm-hmm. sure. All of you guys are so scared to give out a 10. Like I said, there are, oh, no, no, no. There are I mean, two movies I will give a perfect 10 to. I'm not giving I'm a perfect 10 shy. to because, like, I can always nitpick something or other no matter what. And, like, I, I, I do agree with Tim. I don't think any movie's flawless. But it's about nostalgia, not about movie perfection. Yeah, Chris. Maybe, maybe he has flaws in his nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris is just a flaw. <laughs> What a yeah, flawed, he's a flawed person. <laughs> you know what? You know what, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I will. You know what? I am. I am going to be that guy then. If that's the case, if we're going your nostalgia, no flaws in the movie. Like yes, I will. I will give you a ten on this. Oh, that makes All me right. so happy. Fine, screw it. Give me a ten too. So- no, you can't. do take backs. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. You, you can totally Tim- give a ten. Of course. I'm, I, All right. Yeah. It's- so we're making two tens. Yes. All right. Yes. I'm better than Chris. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Eat it. So if we're going off on nostalgia, I am going to give this uh this movie a uh I think I'm gonna go with an eight. Damn so it should be pretty baby. good. Love that's it. Still, that's still pretty high for me. So I mean mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it in forever. So for me, I don't know. It's pretty good. So just to recap, Tim gave this a seven off of pure hope. You <laughs> give it off a new hope. Oh man! Oh, uh, such a man, that was a missed opportunity for me. Thank you for correcting yeah. that. Um, Carrie gave this a wonderful eight point five. Spaz was an epic ten. Chris a majestic ten, and I'm just an eight. So we're gonna go with that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dana, Dana, you're nope. a, ju- a jubilous eight. Uh, okay, we'll go with Ooh. the jubilous eight. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Tim, what well, does that bring our average to? Do the math, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us. Clack, get on that, Excel man. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
It's chart boy. Get it right. Uh, I, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a calculator watch. Yeah, you should. Thank you. Nineties and eighties. That brings our average nostalgia score to a triumphant eight point seven. <laughs> wow, that's pretty Which good. Is the highest score we've given any movie? Yes, of all time. I like it. Well deserved. It is. I uh, think so. It is point one higher than Inception. Wow. <laughs> Suck at Inception. <laughs> I I honestly have a feeling that after watching it too, that we're gonna find that this really held up, and mm-hmm. it might even possibly go up a little. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm pretty sure I'm not changing my score. So <laughs> I I don't I don't foresee you or Chris changing yours Mm-mm. at all. No. Nope. So, so a lot rides on me, Mister. Tim, if you, give seven. It, if you give it any hope more than a seven, you're done. <laughs> Dang. You are you done. Will be, you will be kicked off your own podcast. Yep. <laughs> because I'm going to murder him. <laughs> wow. Can't so. do podcast if you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween, bitches. I'll stab you. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna Michael Myers your ass, dude. You're standing there, you're gonna wait in the this, this shadow for the mask. <laughs> yeah. a, a William Shatner mask in the dark. Okay. William Shatner. Yeah, did you know that the Michael Myers yeah. mask is uh, it's a uh, like dollar store William Shatner mask that they bleached and cut the hair and did stuff with. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Interesting. True. Wow, I feel all the love. <laughs> He better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Tim, I, I feel like you, you kind of felt this one was coming, being that you asked me to to host this episode too. Now, I'm, I don't know. I'm getting kind of like suspicious here. Uh, I felt a little bit ganged up, but that's okay. I'll take well, the spaz treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I have hope that this will be. Uh, fantastic watch everyone loves it i have a strong feeling i will i you know these are the kind of movies i live for disney movies especially i got a soft spot for so i you know i say bring it on i was thinking maybe we could watch this with the girls maybe maybe not maybe they're um, a little too young um no i mean maybe Zoe, but i don't know about riley yeah, like there's only a couple scenes where i think that is like spooky for the most part like it's 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 pretty it's pretty clean yeah yeah and the jokes will go over their heads. Oh, then. way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I appreciate the adult humor in this movie. I, you know, mm-hmm. that just flies over kids' heads until they get older and they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like the bus yep. driver scene? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. The house where they go to the guy who's dressed up. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Satan? Yeah. 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 Mm. Which, by the way, that's actually brother and sister in real life. Uh, they're famous mm-hmm. uh, like comedians. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I do have to ask before we we wind this down, Chris. We we were joking before about over under questions, and since we didn't do over under for this one, um, how many buttons do you think are on Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker? There's no buttons. It's 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 a tie. Oh. <laughs> I think Spaz is what? right. It's a lace up. It's a lace what, up. There's no buttons. What kind of knot does she use? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I don't know that one. Uh, it looks like a, a hemlock knot. I don't know. Let's keep in tradition. It's all right. I don't even know if that's a thing. All right. It's I not, just, a, it's not just, a witchy enough. <laughs> I thought I'd ask. Hey, okay. First off, I mean you're not wrong for asking. Second of all, I mean obviously we were appealing to some demographic with that uh, come little children scene on the broom. That's all yeah. I gotta say. Uh, yeah, you got that right. <laughs> yeah, my demographic right now. <laughs> God. It's so yeah. wrong. It's the only oh movie my. she looks attractive in. I'm sorry. When she's dressed up as a witch. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. No, no. It's best. She also looked good in striking distance. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, she was really good in that one. It's a good movie, too. Yes, it is. <sighs> well. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this up for today and we are going to go watch this movie and we'll be back next week with our uh, rewatch scores and all. If I'm not dead. Don't Don't get stabbed. Don't don't piss me off. (laughs) See, I'm so excited for Tim. 
I am too. Like I am. Like like right. Like seriously, like to be like our age now and to sit down for the first time and watch this film. I I, I'm kind of jealous of Tim though. Now, right? Like I've seen it so much that I know. I, I know the whole movie inside and out, upside and down. And it's like to watch it for the first time, you're like, oh, this is really fun. And if you guys decide to watch it with your kids, you know, and it'd be even more fun as a family flick. But yep. once again, you know, obviously you guys can take a look at what's in it and stuff and make. make well, the, the hard thing, hard thing about the girls is that uh, if it's not animated, they get bored pretty quick. And this has a lot of talking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, they might like a talking cat, though. Yeah, which is voiced by James say. Marsden, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say they might actually like the talking cat part of things. Maybe James Marsden, Jason Marsden. Am I getting that wrong? Somebody help me. Some dude. Oh no no no! <laughs> he's actually done a ton of voiceover work, and I'm. He's uh up. he's the dude from NCIS. No no that that is. Nope. See, this is where you get into a little bit of trivia. That's Sean Murray, who was the actual physical character of. Um, oh yeah, he's Zachary Thackeray Binks. Thackeray, not Zachary Thackeray. Yes, and then uh, the voiceover work was done by it's Jason Marsden. Jason Marsden. Yeah, I, I said yes. I, oh, I'm sorry. I, I said James originally. James Marsden. Uh, that's no, why it's I was his brother. No, not no. not James. Marsden. Yeah, Jason Marsden has done a ton of voiceover work. He's awesome at it. So he's actually the voice of the cat. And we'll talk more about stuff because I don't want to give any more spoilers away for Tim. Right. Well, yes. you know, I'm I'm just looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. And uh, now Dana can watch my facial expressions as I watch something for the first time and question everyone's sanity. I promise, unlike what you do to me, though, I will not make notes about what your facial facial. Dana, if you don't, <laughs> oh my god, you make notes you. about how her face. <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you're not doing your job properly. No. I'm not making notes. I'm going to take pictures so that it'll yeah. be normalized <laughs> forever. That works. Even, that's even better. Yes. Even better, yes. <laughs> I actually thought instead of you saying making notes about the faces I make, I thought you said, unlike me, you're not going to make you watch just garbage movies. This no. one actually checks out as a good movie. Garbage movies are subjective. I mean. I, I, I was being nice here. All right. I admit I watch a lot of garbage movies. Look who you're talking I didn't see it. You I mean, you watched Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, so yes. It was a brilliant tale of friends, okay? It is, and I've seen it, and I didn't want to speak up earlier, but I'm going to stand by Tim right now and say it is a heartwarming tale of friendship. You're a family. <laughs> you're a family is the people you make. Sorry, you're female. You can't, you're allowed to watch it. Tim as a dude. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Anyone, anyone can watch anything. Lies. I just I just hold judgment that he'd seen it before Hocus Pocus is all. Yeah, that, that is very surprising. <laughs> I don't. I hold it because of what I said. Hmm. If you watch it with Dana, that's fine. But you didn't watch it with Dana. He didn't because I've never seen exactly. it. Exactly. So <laughs> that is where you are wrong, sir. Does it save face to say I probably watched this when I was, I was in high school? No. Yeah, I mean, this one came out. Did you watch the sequel? Uh, of course no. he did. No. Oh. Why would I watch the sequel to the movie? I don't know, Tim. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you, do, you have the, do you have the double pack Blu ray? Shut up, man. <laughs> He's gotten to 4K now, man. Oh, it was yeah. it was the Blu-ray with the DVD with the digital code. <laughs> ah, yes, the, the universal kit. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Witches, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Yeah, uh, there's nowhere to go but to end this thing. I would because I'm about to go nasty right, right now. Before he stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that's not yeah, that's next week. Hmm. All right. You're going to go nappy? You're going to take a little snoozer at, uh, at, well, at 10.30 I don't know, at night? I, I don't know what score he's going to give. If it's lower than a 7, he's dead. Simple. Yeah, I, I, just like that, I just like the fact that you want to get going for your little for your little nappy. I, I, you take a little, 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 little snooze before you get up in the middle of the night? Man, he's about to be reintroduced to his buddy's pizza. Oh, man. <laughs> dude, <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I haven't, dude that, t- that was so good. I haven't had buddy's pizza in probably right. five or six years. 
What I would time? do for a buddy's pizza right now. My God. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? Would you, would you kill a man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, would. Dan, I guess I've got your back on whatever endeavors if you send me a buddy's pizza. Oh, I got I you. Got. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, thanks for listening everybody this was a lot of fun Dana thanks for hosting it and taking over I got to sit back and just kind of listen to the insanity so thank you Dana yep thanks for the opportunity it next episode hopefully we'll see what happens dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> will Tim die or will Tim ring, live ring, ring, ring. this is a Halloween special scary <laughs> <laughs> <Harry> movies <laughs> What's your, scary, what's your favorite scary movie, Tim? Uh, Showgirls. Definitely Showgirls. <laughs> no, we're not talking about that again. <laughs> that's, actually from, that's actually from the movie. Oh, okay. That's what, he, sure. that's what he says. Yeah, last time Spaz started talking about Showgirls. I know, you want I me, know. I can, I can do no, it again. No, end this. Hit the button. <laughs> Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.